All right, weekly walk and talk, let's do it. So today's video is gonna be focused very heavily then on what's about to hit the US. And we've been talking about this on the channel. I've been trying to prepare you for it for three years now. And we are about to see a major storm, economic financial storm hit the US. All the markers are there, everything's there ready to go. And now it's just a matter of time. But before we go through all of that, I just wanna bring your attention to a completely off that topic story for a couple of minutes, and then we'll jump back in. Because what we were talking about last week in terms of all the lootings that are going on in the US and across the, all the stores and uh, just craziness in terms of the, the shrinkage, as they call it, the losses, this has now spread Yes, it's spread to other European cities. In particular, London is seeing the worst of it at the moment on Oxford Street, which is the world famous shopping center um, or shopping street. This is getting out of hand now. These videos are happening all the time. The police are getting overwhelmed. There's just too many looters is what the police is saying for them to be able to handle. And a lot of them are teenagers so it makes it even more difficult but it's not just london there's clips from uh, other european cities as well and even uh, you know moving away from the looting have you seen what some of these cities look these beautiful beautiful cities that I remember. Have you seen what they look like now? I mean, just look at New York. This video just came out of New York. Does that look like the New York you remember? Because it doesn't look like any New York that I remember. Now, over in the US, we've talked a lot about the homelessness epidemic that's sweeping the US at a rapid rate, where there's very little government funding to help these people. But there seems to be a lot of government funding for other things outside the US. But the most shocking statistic about the homeless problem is that the majority of the people now are over 50 years old. Yes, it's what they're calling the baby boomer um, homelessness epidemic now. And as usual, they don't know why they're calling it a mystery. They love that word, the media, when they do know the reason, they just don't want to say it but they're saying it's an absolute mystery why this age group is the one suffering the most. Well, to me, it's fairly obvious. This age group of person, which is a lot of you watching, and I realize that, you grew up in a different time to other people. You grew up in a time of prosperity where housing was a lot more affordable, wages were a lot better compared to the, the current standard of living. You trusted in the government, you trusted in the media, and it was just a different time period then. Whereas now, everything is just breaking up, falling apart. So all the habits that people uh, created over their lifetime just don't apply today in this society. So trying to budget and trying to do the things that people used to do when they were younger, it, it just doesn't work anymore. And this is why we're seeing th this age group being the biggest age group now, biggest demographic, that's ending up homeless. And all it takes is one medical emergency, 
or someone's, especially for women, who let their husband do all the finances, just a husband passing away, anything like this is a trigger for these sort of events. And you just need to be really careful if you are in this age group or you're nearing this age group, that you don't fall into this trap yourself. Make sure that you are prepared, that you know where your pension is. We're gonna talk about something in a second around this. You know how it's invested, you know who's looking after it, you understand the fee breakdown, you understand all this stuff. It's so important, you've gotta look after your stuff. And by the way, yes, there is a massive storm here today. You can probably see from the waves behind. I've come to the other side of the island where it's supposed to be the calmest. <laughs> if I have time, I'll find a clip of what it looks like on the other side. It's insane. My wife says it's a hurricane. But talking of hurricanes in a, uh, another style, there's a massive cyber security risk at the moment, huge huge problem that's emerging. And I've got the statistics here. The reports of breaches rose over 350% over the last two years and over 4,000% in pension providers. And this is the most worrying thing because remember that a pension is your life energy as work in numbers right now. What do I mean by that? So all the excess that you had from your life energy that was put into work and therefore you saved money from that was then put into what you call a pension, which is invested on your behalf by these companies. Of course, there's a lot of wealth extraction by the providers of such uh, programs. I think we're gonna have to find somewhere sheltered here actually to uh, continue this walk. But you just got to remember that anybody who is looking after your money and it's a faceless organization, it's not as if they care about you. You've got to realize this. A lot of people are completely naive to this fact. They don't care. And even the people that work in those organizations, what do you think they care most about? Hitting their quotas and therefore keeping their job so they can pay for their mortgage and pay for food for their children? Or do you think they're focused and more concerned about you and your pension? It's pretty obvious to me. And I know a lot of you have been mentioning and putting it in the comments, or should I say bombarding me in the comments by asking me to talk about the book, The Great Taking. And I have now finished reading that book I've made a lot of notes and I'm gonna to have to do a stream or something to talk about it. But there's a couple of things I need to check out and validate before I do. But if what he's saying in that book is true and if it happens, then it will be a complete wipeout, similar to what we've been talking about, especially with your pensions, um, if you hold property with mortgages, um, any form of collateralized debt, any form of derivatives will all be stolen is what the book um, talks about and alludes to. Let's go down here. I think we've got a windbreak down this cliffside. But yeah, you just got to remember, if you don't look after your own finances, who's going to do it for you? Nobody. Okay, we found a spot next to this furry caterpillar because we are heading for bad times. And when they come, you need to prepare 
for these bad times and you also need to prepare for abundance as well because with these bad times there will be opportunities for abundance and if your family members which I hear all the time are fast asleep then it might be your responsibility for some of you who want to take that on to look after them because if you don't do it no one else is going to do it so it is worrying if what I've been reading about in this book is true but I'm going to have to validate it all first. But one thing I do know is true is that I've been trying to prepare you for any of these sort of events for a long time now. And we've got a lot of stories that are focusing around this event. Let's move out the sun a little bit here. We don't want to go too much further down. But before we go into all these events, I do just want to play you a really quick clip of a testimonial that I received just this week. And I've got dozens of these. They're on the website. So for those of you still on the fence as to whether to take any of my courses, just have a listen to what this guy Rob said. Hey Neil, this is Rob. I've been following you for about three years. I'm 29 and I got two of your courses. Um, I just want to shoot this video and thank you for actually putting them out because 29, it really helped me change the way I see money. It helped me identify some of my limiting beliefs around money and I feel like I'm finally free and I actually understand what money is, what isn't, taxes and all that stuff. They don't really teach us in school. Uh, also, I think it's very important to learn about money when you're young, especially when you're young. Because I'm 29, we're gonna uh, hopefully have children soon and if I have the wrong, wrong beliefs about money, I'm gonna pass those down to my children and set them up for failure so in order for us to set up our children and ourselves for success we need to know the truth and i think you were able to distill the truth about money and again i just want to thank you and i recommend if uh to anybody who's on the fence to go get it it's not a huge investment but the returns are exponential so go get the course i highly recommend it and neil thank you so much again all right, let's head back up here. And remember, the courses are 75% off for a limited time only. So you can grab it in the description below. Now let's talk about Costco a second here then, because Costco are saying now some of their biggest selling items are in the emergency preparedness category. And they say that they keep selling out of all of these products. In fact, they're now stocking one ounce gold bars and they said that they've sold out of them already. So it just shows you the way the sort of mindset of the average American is going now. They are going all out preparedness for what they see coming. And I own gold, I've owned gold, I've owned silver for a long time now, maybe, gosh, over a decade easily, if not 15 years or more. And I do believe in gold and I believe in silver. Even though they do have price swings and they can be a little bit erratic and volatile, they will protect you in some of these events if they do transpire of a worst case scenario. And I'm not calling for that at this minute, but I am saying that we're gonna have some serious, severe hardships ahead. and. It's almost certain, if you haven't prepared, of course, some of you, and I know drop it in the comments below because I see it all the time, you've been preparing for two or three years, ever since we started talking about this. 
So you're probably in a really good position right now. But if you haven't started preparing, you really need to at least do the basics that I've talked about. I mean, as a minimum, do the basics. Okay, I think we're gonna have to turn around here then. And you probably notice I'm losing my voice today. And that's another reason I didn't record yesterday. Well, there's a couple of reasons I didn't record yesterday. One was a crazy reason. But the other reason is because I was, I pretty much lost my voice yesterday. So yeah, there it is. So I'm trying to do my best anyway to not lose my voice on this walk today. But the other thing which is concrete evidence of this decline is that um, something called uh, treasuries or what you might know as bonds and the yield curve I won't go into all that because it, it gets a little more complex. I'm going to do a macro video on this actually and I'll record that for my private community this weekend because they're usually over an hour long. They get very, it's all on investing and you know analysis and stuff like that. So they are a lot more complex. I won't put those sort of stuff on YouTube because people just don't really want that. People want infotainment I think is the best way, not detailed analysis. But I will explain why this inverted yield curve signals a very severe recession. It's a very rare phenomenon that's going on right now, combined with a dozen other things that are going on all at the same time, including, and no one wants to talk about this, the BRICS nations or the OPEC plus nations cutting supply, limiting exports at the same time that they are dumping US treasuries. That is weaponization of the financial markets. There's no other way to look at it. They are dumping treasuries. You're now having inverted yields. You're having, and this is why I said to people before about bonds. I'm not gonna blast on, you know, the bond people too much here, but I did say when these interest rates go up, that's one of the last things that you want to be holding. And we did a video before on the banks holding all these bonds and now they are in big trouble. In fact, the banks are all bankrupt. If they had to liquidate today, they would all be bankrupt. And what's really holding them up now is the president, the Federal Reserve. There isn't really anything holding these banks up except a couple of people who you see on TV telling you that everything's okay. It's not. And remember we talked about how I said they were faking all these numbers and that they would revise them down later. Well, that has now come out as well. That, that is proven that they release statistics saying how good the economy is. And then months later, they do a revision. So what do they do? They show you on the media how good the economy is. And then they do the revision and don't tell anyone because it's a zombie economy and it is going downhill. And remember how they said that they were gonna cut these interest rates once they got inflation uh, under control. I knew they weren't gonna cut these rates. And look, everyone said they're gonna cut, they're gonna cut, and I knew they weren't gonna cut. That's why I called and said we're gonna have these high levels of interest rates for a lot longer yet. And I think that's what's gonna happen. We're gonna keep seeing these higher rates of interest rates for longer. Now, will they cut in 2024? I, do you know what? Even though everyone thinks they will, I would not be surprised or shocked if they don't cut next year in 2024. 
I know that's an outrageous forecast and claim, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if they don't. Because just look at all the statistics around the mortgage and housing market. They know that they are collapsing the market and they're not doing anything about it. Let's um, read out some of these stats. 30-year mortgages are now at 7.31%. These could be 8 or 9% by the end of the year or early next year at this rate if it keeps going. Mortgage applications are down 27% on last year. 32% of home builders are reducing their prices. And 37% of properties are now cutting the prices across the market. What does that say to you? Does that say a booming economy or does that say a recession? And now with all these strikes I talked about, UAW strikes, you've got, and this is the absurdity of it, you've got the man who is responsible for the job losses in the first place by pushing electric vehicles, the president, on the picket line. I think that's probably the first time ever in history. He's on the picket line with them purely because he wants their support and their vote. That's, let's just be honest here. But yet, the irony of the situation is he's the person who's caused this in the first place. It's insane because you don't need all these specialist jobs for electric vehicles. You don't. So all these people are losing their jobs because he's pushing the EVs. And then he goes on the picket line and says, I support you. I mean, it's, it's bizarre. But I think some of these guys have got themselves to blame as well via the union who want a 40% increase in pay, which I get it because of inflation, stuff like that over four years, etc. But they also want a 25% decrease in their working hours. So you look at that and it depends how you do the calculation, but it's anywhere from a 65 to 75% increase really in pay. If you, if you again, depend on how you calculate it. It's bizarre and almost as bizarre as their CEOs earning 30 million dollars and is anybody looking into <laughs> looking at that gosh got some big breakers out here now very very windy and stormy today but i've got a good mic and wind blocker here and i'm going to edit out as much of the wind as possible now the other big story today is if you are with jp morgan or chase especially if you bank with them they are now blocking all crypto purchases because, and it's funny that they're using the UK study to do this, but they're saying because crypto fraud was up 40% last year. Now, this just happens to coincide with the launch of their own token or their own crypto, the JPM coin. So is it really, is it really about the fraud or is it because they've got a competitor that they've just launched? I think you probably know the answer. All right, well, I'm getting blown all over the place. So let me cut a couple of these stories out and I'm going to wrap up with the last story here. Biden's dog. I didn't even know he had a dog. Apparently, he's got a couple of dogs. One's a German Shepherd. And it's saying that the German Shepherd has bitten 11 Secret Service agents. And his other dog has bitten so many people and it's so violent that it's had to leave the White House and go and live with someone else. Now, I don't know about you, but I've had dogs all my life. And I even had dogs in the army. I had a Belgian Malinois. I had a German Shepherd. You know, I've had lots of dogs. And one thing I can say is that if you get an aggressive or violent dog, it's usually, well, it can be the breed, 
but it's more a case of the person who owns the dog. If you let a dog walk all over you and you let it do whatever it wants and misbehave, then it's usually weakness in the person that owns a dog. Sorry, but I've just got to say it, especially with German Shepherds and dogs like that. They're wonderful, wonderful dogs and they're lovely dogs. They're not dangerous dogs, as people say. As long as they're trained properly and you establish who is the alpha in the pack, then you're not going to have major issues with them. So all this talk about, oh, he's got dangerous dogs and all this other stuff. No, I think it's more that he hasn't trained his dogs properly and he hasn't established his authority over these dogs. But there we go. We've always got to finish with a bit of a weird one for these walk and talks, haven't we? Well, I'm going to get back and edit this as quick as I can. I then need to start making the monthly macro video for the private community. You can watch that. Uh, it'll probably be out by Monday, so you can watch that. The link will be in the description below. And just remember the two courses. If you feel that you need some help here in this area and you're worried about your finances. But other than that, thank you so much for being a member here. Thank you for being a subscriber. And other than that, take care. God bless you. God bless your family. I really do mean that. And apart from that, I'll see you next time. Bye for now.